Texas Business Minds, a presentation of the Business Journals of Texas. Brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. We're counting down to XFL kickoff this weekend. And before you think, yeah, been there, done that, this time is different. The Rock leads the ownership group with his business partner, Danny Garcia. Redbird Capital backs it. And Disney, ABC, and ESPN will air the games. Dallas Business Journal Associate Editor Alexa Reed leads this conversation with XFL President Russ Brandon joining us from League Headquarters in Arlington. The XFL League is making its return this month after a nearly three-year hiatus. After it shut down in 2020, XFL announced it had no plans to return in 2021, and not long after, the league filed for bankruptcy. Before the end of 2020, XFL came under the new ownership of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Redbird Capital, and Danny Garcia. XFL President Russ Brandon is here to discuss what we can expect from the league and how this time around will be different. Hi, Russ. How you doing? Oh, great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. For sure. And uh, for our listeners, can you explain what the XFL is and how it competes against the NFL? We're a league of opportunity. And, uh, you know, when you look at it from our standpoint, you know, we're, we're trying to play and we will play dynamic football. And it gives our athletes the opportunity to move forward with their football careers. Many of our athletes, we drafted over 570 athletes in November this past year. We had our XFL draft in Las Vegas. And close to 400 of those athletes have NFL pedigree in some form or fashion, whether they played in the league, whether they were in an NFL camp. So it's an opportunity for these athletes to continue their career. Some will move on and play in the NFL. Some will uh, play here in the XFL. So we have been down here in Arlington for about a month now at training camp, and we are in full swing when it comes to football mode right now. And now kind of just getting into your career, walk me through your career before joining XFL and how you came into this role specifically. Are you based in DFW? I'm a little bit of a nomad, but I've been here for, you know, since January 1st. Um, We have a variety of people here, over 700 people right now in the Arlington market. All of our athletes, all of our coaching staffs, uh, performance science, athletic trainers, strength and conditioning are all here on site, along with a bunch of our business staff as well. So everyone has been here since training camp began in January, and we will be here throughout the course of the season, uh, which kicks off in February 18th and concludes on May 13th with our championship game. You know, one thing to note, Alexa, is that we are playing in eight markets, but we are going to be centrally located here in Arlington throughout the season. So it gives us an opportunity to really be a part of the Arlington and uh, North Texas community. We've really enjoyed our time here. People have been incredible throughout the entire community. I've been from uh, everywhere to Dallas to Fort Worth. So I'm getting to learn the area a bunch and uh, Collywood, as they call it, I guess, and uh, (laughs) all the the neat places, uh, Grapevine and South Lake. So yeah, we've had a great time here and uh, can't say enough about uh, all the all the great people who've embraced us since we've arrived. That kind of leads into my next question. In 2022, the XFL announced it will move its base operations to Arlington. 
Can you walk me through the decision of choosing Arlington slash DFW as the XFL hub city? Yeah, we looked at a variety of spaces throughout the country. So one thing to note when it comes to football that may be of interest, um, let's use the Cowboys as an example. They play 10 games a year in their venue at AT AT&T Stadium, but they live 355 days of the year at the Star in Frisco. When we embarked on uh, one thing that we made a big change from XFL 2.0, as we call it, in 2020 to now was we still play in eight markets. But the difference is, is that we're not training specifically in those markets. So we're training and doing all of our preparation in the DFW Arlington area throughout compared to what was done last time. And quite honestly, Alexa, no fault of XFL 2.0, but it's difficult to find those type of facilities in market, especially when you're a third and fourth tenant. So we went all over the country and looked at different opportunities and we landed here in DFW for a variety of reasons. One of those reasons was a great partnership with the Texas Rangers, Rangers ownership, Rev Entertainment, their president, Sean Decker, incredible visionary that um, you know we were able to, to put this all together uh, from that standpoint. Then talk about Philip O'Neill, you know, the athletic director at Mansfield. He was a true leader when we looked at where we were gonna practice throughout. So we have a variety of locations where we practice on a daily basis. So one of the locations is Choctaw Stadium where we practice our Arlington and our Houston teams. But then we practice in three additional high schools. So we practice at Mansfield High School, we practice at South Lake, and we practice at Northwest ISD. And I can't say enough about the cooperation, the athletic directors, the citizens of those communities have been incredible. So we made a great decision when we decided to put our hub right here in DFW and Arlington. Absolutely. And so with season kickoff game uh, being in Arlington on February 18th, can you tell me the importance of hosting the first game in the hub city? Yeah, no, I mean, it just made sense. We're really fortunate that one of our partners is, is Disney. All 43 of our games will be on ESPN, ABC, ESPN2 or FX. We're also being streamed on ESPN+. Plus. We're also being streamed in 142 countries around the globe. And it made sense with the partnership with Ray Davis and Neil and Sean and the Rangers organization led by our Arlington team, led by the great Bob Stoops, the head coach. It made sense that we we're on, on ABC for our first game and it's right here in Arlington. Uh, we felt that the fans are deserving of that. We also, Alexa, we play uh, for our four games. All three of those games will be in Texas, three of our four. So. We're very Texas-based in in Houston, led by Wade Phillips, who's obviously a legend. So Houston will play a home game. And then uh, on Sunday, uh, San Antonio will host their first ever home game, led by uh, NFL great Heinz Ward, who's their head coach. So really excited to kick it off with that Texas flair on February 18th and 19th here and uh, coming up shortly. And uh, what can we expect from the first game in terms of attendance, if you're willing to disclose revenue, kind of the expectation there? Well, you know, I, I think what we're going to, we're going to have a, a great experience for our fans. You know, I think one of the things that that jumps out, Alexa, is affordability. You know, you can get season tickets 
that start at a hundred dollars, you know, hundred, hundred twenty-five dollars. You can come in with an opening price point of twenty-five dollars into the stadium at Choctaw, right? You can get a fifty-yard line seat for ninety dollars. So, you know, w- one of the things that we want to be is very family-focused, very fan-friendly, fan-first. You know, Charles Johnson, who's our VP of Business and Event Operations, who's amazing, and his team on the ground in Arlington will you know, continue to find ways to engage with our fan base and and provide a great electric atmosphere in Choctaw Stadium. So Coach Stoops, all he does is win. He's won everywhere he's been. I know he was at Oklahoma, but he will put out a very, very dynamic product, I think, as well. So I think fans will really love it. And um, we look forward to seeing everybody on February 18th. Uh, Can you go into detail on the benefit of having teams training and practicing in the DFW area throughout the season? I think the biggest, you know, focus for us, Alexa, on that was the player first mentality. You know, what gives the athlete the best chance to be successful? And it's about care and wellness. And we have an incredible vice president of health and safety whose name is Carrie Gordon. Carrie is the first female to ever lead a league in that initiative. She's done an amazing, an amazing job. Just to give you an example, Alexa, we onboarded 570 players the first weekend of January in two days and provided incredible services on the medical front, EKGs, everything that you can imagine. The NFL onboards 330 players at the NFL Combine in a week. So it gives you an idea of the gravity of what she accomplished with her team. And when we looked at what is the best way for the athlete to succeed, it's How can we provide great services, both physically and mentally? How can we provide our athletes great nutrition? We house all of our players in local hotels. So we're in eight hotels in the DFW area as well. So when you're looking at that rest and nutrition that we oversee from that standpoint as well, it all came down to what was the best fit. And it comes back to those early conversations with Sean Decker in the vision of Rev Entertainment. And Arlington, DFW, it just made the most sense to give our our league and our athletes the best opportunity to succeed. Now, I know you touched on this just a little while ago, but talk to me more about the broadcast deal with Disney, ESPN, ABC, and the importance of being visible for fans on TV and also viewership. What are y'all expecting for viewership on the first kickoff game? Well, we expect a good number for sure. You know, it's American football. So, you know, we're very proud of that deal. It's an unprecedented deal. No network has ever taken on an entire property like this. In XFL uh, 2.0, they had a split relationship when it came to the broadcast rights. So, you know, ESPN has been a true partner. They're in here all week, actually, uh, preparing for rehearsals for our games they've been amazing. They've really leaned in 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 such a great way. You see the promotions that they've already lit up on their uh, family of channels over the last month or so as well. So Kevin LaForce on our staff, the Redbird staff, and myself and a variety of people worked long and hard to lock that deal in. And so we have a long-term deal with ESPN and and, uh, ABC and and Disney that um, we look forward to providing our fan and a different opportunities to view the game. We're working with them on how do you how do you bring the game to the consumer in, in a meaningful way, but maybe have some some nuances that might be exciting for our fans to look at. Uh, we have Dean Blandino, who's a legend 
uh, on our broadcast as well from rules and officiating. He ran the NFL in that capacity for many years. He's a, a familiar voice to fans all over. He'll be a part of that. Jay Rothman is our head of broadcast. Jay was 33 years at ESPN and he ran Monday Night Football for 20. He's overseeing that on our behalf. So we have some real industry veterans and leaders to help bring the game to our fans in a fun way, but also for a way to them to absorb content a little bit differently than they may be used to as well. So really important partnership. And as we build out all of our social media content, we're incredibly fortunate to have Bill McCullough as our chief content officer. You know, Bill was at uh, the NFL for many years. He was at HBO. He ran FaZe Clan. So we're doing some really cool things. We have a social media house here in Arlington for our athletes. And we'll be across all channels. And we have been when it comes to TikTok and Instagram and and Twitter and all, all the different forms of social media that people engage with. So we're not just linear. You know, we're we're across the board digitally and uh, very fortunate to have great people surrounding it to bring the XFL to people in a variety of different ways. Now, three of the league's eight teams are located here in Texas, Arlington, Houston, San Antonio. Tell me the importance of Texas as an XFL target market. You know, everything's bigger here. So (laughs) Texas is football. You know, I'm from from New York and, you know, you think of Texas and, you know, it, it, it just oozes football. And we've been incredibly, you know, incredibly pleased. Obviously, San Antonio is a new market for us from XFL 2.0. And that market has uh, responded very well. Uh, they have an awesome coach in Heinz Ward, as I mentioned earlier, in Houston with Coach Phillips. Great partnership at the Alamo Dome and at the University of Houston with their athletic department um, and here in Arlington. So. Now we were thrilled to make Texas uh, really our home and uh, and continue to uh, embrace it in every way possible. But, um, you know, like, as I mentioned, when you think of the athletes that have come out of this state, especially in the game of football, it's, it's overwhelming and we're thrilled to be a part of it. XFL president Russ Brandon joining us. Next, how the XFL plans to give back to local communities when Texas Business Minds continues. Texas Mutual Insurance Company cares about your injured employees as much as you do. With our proactive and compassionate workers' comp claims handling, taking care of your people is how we take care of your business. Business is better with Texas Mutual. any plans to be involved in the DFW community, perhaps through the Arlington Renegades or any other teams? Yeah, we're going to be very community-minded, Alexa. You know, already we had a service day with Mission Arlington. I know Coach Stoops delivered over 20 meals to families in the Arlington area alone. I know we did some programming with Tarrant County and in the Girl Scouts on January 15th. Charles and his team are, are very focused, but I will say too, Alexa, as an organization coming from our chairwoman, Danny Garcia, to Dwayne, Redbird Capital, you know, the, when it comes to our our missions, it's always community first. And how can we give back in a meaningful way? Um, Coach Hines Ward was down in San Antonio and he participated in the walk on Martin Luther King Day, as an example, in the community, which I think had over 300,000 people, quite candidly. So. 
we're very, very focused on that. And that, that's one of the things too, Alexa, that's important to note. Every market in the XFL has a full business staff associated with it. So it's, I'll use Charles as an example. You know, Charles leads a staff of 15 to 20 people that their sole mission only is to stand up the Arlington Renegades. And we have the same in San Antonio, Houston, and then throughout. So that all comes down to being a part of the community. And um, that's a, a massive mission of, of what we're trying to achieve. And uh, no better uh, anyone for to do it here than Charles in, in the Arlington area. Now, what are some challenges or obstacles that have occurred with this relaunch? Well, listen, I tell the staff every day when you're starting up a massive operation and, and what goes into this, football has a lot of moving parts. Number one, there's a lot of people, right? So, you know, there's, like I said, over 570, 600 athletes here, coaching staffs of 20 plus strength and conditioning, performance science, nutrition, equipment, mm -hmm. uh, equipment alone. That's the most daunting task in the world to just set up a practice. But you have to be flexible and you have to pivot. And, and I tell the staff every day, we're going to come across uh, speed bumps and we're going to come across challenges. And every day brings a, a new opportunity of that, right? But how can you embrace it and get better? Um, you know, the old saying, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. So, you know, from our standpoint, today alone, we had to pivot today because we have some weather that came in, significant weather. So we pivoted with our coaching staffs and changed up the schedule, which, you know, we are very, when you work in this game, you're very set regimented schedule-wise. So we're always facing, you know, something each and every day, but um, we've got great people surrounding it and they're across it on a daily basis. And, uh, you know, I couldn't be more pleased where we are right now. With the XFL relaunching very soon, what feels different this time around and what makes you optimistic about this new season? Well, I wasn't a part of the previous program here, but you know, I have been in the NFL my whole career and I have watched these leagues come and go. And there's always a variety of reasons. And, and to the credit of XFL 2.0, the only reason that it, it, it may not still be flourishing is because, you know, what we all experienced an unfortunate pandemic, right? So this time around, it comes down to people. And I've always said this, Alexa, you know, when working in the NFL, it always starts at ownership. And our ownership group here is amazing, you know, led by our chairwoman, Danny Garcia, led by Dwayne, and then led by Redbird Capital and Jerry Cardinal and what he's accomplished in his career in the sports licensing property media space is unprecedented. And he and his team, along with our team, you know, I have a group that of senior level executives, not only at the XFL, but Redbird Capital that are the best in the business. And, you know, we've been very thoughtful in building this. We didn't rush out last year and try to do it and just stand it up real quick just to be the first out or do something along those lines. We were very thoughtful as we planned for this. So I think when you look at our relationship with the NFL, our partnerships with Disney, our corporate partners like Under Armour, those alone right there are great opportunities for us to succeed. And, and you know, we're building this for sustainable success. And I wouldn't have, quite honestly, I wouldn't have gotten involved if I didn't believe it was a long-term sustainable success league. And that's what we're all building towards. 
So now finally, what opportunity over the next few years for the XFL has you the most excited? That's a great question. Right now, it's just sort of, it's a short, mid and long-term, you know, play, I guess. Almost every week, we're going through a new experience that when I look back at it, right, Alexa? So, you know, we had seven showcases over the summer. We saw 1,500 players and they were all part of our draft. And so you're like, okay, we, we've checked that box. And then we have this big draft and we unveiled our uniforms. And then we unveiled our logos and our brands. And, and then it was like, oh, well, we just got to get our schedule out there. So then that came out. So it's always a different challenge. Then you're going to training camp and you're like, okay, we got to onboard all these players. We've got buses and, and hotels and it's a big flywheel, right? So the next big challenge is we kick off in a few weeks and we have athletes on airplanes going into market and, you know, and all the logistics that mm -hmm. candidly, Alexa, no one cares about unless something goes wrong. So, um, you know, so th those are, you know, the immediate challenges and then getting through the first season and then evaluating, you know, what went really well, what we need to tweak and then just keep building for the long term. So, you know, I'd like to say I had the, all these long term aspirations, but um, right now we're focused on the short and the midterm. But one of the things that we are doing is that we're parallel pathing everything that we do in preparation for 2024. So, you know, where can we improve? And if you're not looking to improve every day, then you're not looking at it the right way. Well, that's the conclusion of all my questions. You have been great, Russ, and it has been so much fun talking to you. I'm looking forward to the new season starting. I've never watched XFL before, but I'm excited. So it'll be fun. Thanks to XFL president Russ Brandon for joining us. And thank you for downloading Texas Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Texas and brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas.